0: Hello? Uh, check one. Check 2 Hope I'll be recording, 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 recording.
1: Salutations to our new patrons and valued races from a thousand nations. Thanks to the fan base that MASH played without translations, you are now tuned into
2: Death Perspective.
1: I'm your host extraordinaire with a sort of rare inordinate flair, Joey Dula. Joining me for the second episode, the death is epic flow, the rep and Record show directly below Heaven's Glow, Roman Flux. What up, Flux? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: And last but not you know least, is. the brashest SWAT team attacker when asked about the disaster, he answers, not me, Is he the Lion.
0: Yes, sir. Let's go. go. Yeah, yeah. What's, up? What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Good, man. I'm good on this beautiful Sunday morning. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So we ain't spoken about a week. Flux, what you got going on? We lost
3: them. We lost them. Flux. Flux. No, nah, I'm here. Oh, you fell asleep again. What'd I tell
1: you about sleeping on the pod, bro? You gotta get yeah. some rest the night before, strike, my
0: guy. Strike, two. I'm, about strike to send, two. I'm gonna send you some, I'm gonna send Venmo you some money for a, uh, a frappe from McDonald's.
3: Get a a, you a frap-y. i mean, I tell you this. I tell you this. I'd rather drink a cup of coffee from McDonald's than a regular cup of coffee from Starbucks. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you, okay.
4: But you need that Rwandan.
3: <laughs> you need <a> Rwandan. <laughs> yeah, you need no, that man, Rwandan I'm, bean. I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, bad. man. We drink Cafe Bustelo, man. That's what we drink, it. Oh, yeah, man. Cafe Bustelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Cafe yeah, Bustelo, man.
0: That's that joint. Oh, that's, cool. that's that joint. Hey, so so, so y- do, y'all, do y'all, whip, y'all whip it up with some sugar and get that espuma on top? Y'all get that little espuma? Oh. Oh.
3: I don't know what the, tradi- well, I'll tell you what the traditional Puerto Rican, they drink half and half, so it's like half milk, oh. half, as a matter of fact, I- I'd love to share with you a story. <laughs>
0: wait, when you,
2: wait when,
3: you say,
0: when you say half and half, you mean like half and half, like the dairy product half and half, or like half something? No,
3: like, like half milk, half coffee.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Okay, share the story.
3: You know what I'm saying? All right, yeah, what's, uh, what's good? Go
0: share a story. Go ahead.
3: Sure, no, this is, this is, a, this is this is more historic than it is. Recent, but okay, you know, I, I remember last time I was in Puerto Rico visiting uh Luis Gallardo, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our mutual friends of the group, you know what I'm saying? What up, Luis? Uh, what's up? And uh, I just wanted a cup of coffee, and mm-hmm. we went to uh Denny's so I could have a cup of coffee, okay, you know. And the Denny's they br- bring it out and it's like half and half, and I'm like, you know, I want the coffee, but don't you know, bring me like don't, just don't bring me any milk. I'll put it in myself and so they bring me a cup of coffee and it's half of a cup of coffee and uh, you know like <laughs> milk. so so they like I don't understand why he's like they couldn't wrap their head around the fact that just give me the coffee straight up in the cup yeah and then I'll add whatever milk I want to add Oh, you wanted it, it black
0: like, is what you're saying you wanted the coffee black
3: well you know then, I'm I'm not as overwhelmingly generous with the milk uh, you know okay. and yeah, I'm not very generous. That's that's my opinion.
0: go-to instructions when I go to a coffee shop and I'm like, because you know I don't drink dairy. I don't, I don't do. I mean, I eat cheese, but I don't drink milk, right? So my my go-to mm-hmm. instructions when they say, well, uh, I'll ask them oat milk, and they'll say how much. Did I say my complexion, and then they just look at me and they're like, <laughs>
2: <run in.
4: laughs> right, with, yeah. with the straightest face
2: like I
4: yeah. me. my
0: complexion. <laughs> <laughs> oh Can man. I get a me? <laughs> Let me get a me latte, right. please. <laughs> sorry sir what is that
3: uh
0: all right izzy what's good what's good
4: what's good what's good um i got a new job Word. got a new job guys i'm an official american oh. podcaster yes sir and oh shit. the, is that the social media manager for deaf perspective Boom. social media manager put
3: that right. on. put that on the nice. card. put, put that, that on your manager. linkedin nice. put that on
0: your linkedin and also i like it D- drop drop the uh, drop the socials. What, you, you got them handy?
4: Yes, Twitter. Hit mm-hmm. us up, twitter.com forward slash def perspective. That's D E F Perspective. Yep. And if you fill in the social media manager specifically, you can find me at <laughs> twitter.com forward slash <laughs> Izzy I Z Z Y under slash of underslash deaf. Izzy of deaf. There you go. Flux. Flux is Twitter. Joey's Twitter. Mm, Okay, Deaf Perspective is banging. Hold on, (laughs) hold
0: on. So let me, so let me just say this. Let me say this. I am not going to put my socials on this pod (laughs) at the moment. At the moment, I'm in the process of restructuring. Okay, number one, number two. If you want my socials, you could check out Deaf Perspective, and the links will possibly be in the bios, or in the comments, or the about section. You check it out there. (laughs) You find it there. If you want my socials, don't DM me. Don't at me.
3: Go
0: ahead. <laughs> I probably upset.
3: I probably like never have a, a a personal Twitter. I don't really understand Twitter, man. Mm-hmm. All respect all respect to you if it's your if it's your social media choice. I really could never like I tried it and um and it was just like a whole lot of random news from random heads that I didn't care about.
2: Yeah. Like specifically
3: yeah. like like random uh characters. You know and I was like, where are all the people that I'm like Friends with and subscribe to and everything like that. I don't know. I'm, my, my head is still in. It's, I get not know, two thousand eight or something like that. It's, it's hard
0: to navigate if you don't understand it, right? It's different from all the other uh, all the other socials. Yeah.
4: That's another thing. We don't have a TikTok yet, but the TikTok is coming. We on uh, <laughs> We got the youngster. Instagram.
1: We got the youngster Izzy
3: the Lion on it. We're gonna see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yes. Forever young. Oh, forever young, eternal. I want to be but, um, forever, young. <laughs> forever young. Oh, man, don't sing too long. We have to pay for it. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> Our
4: Facebook, Death Perspective Podcast. Our Instagram, same thing, Death Perspective Podcast. Mm-hmm. Find us, like the page. You'll see us. We out there. Mm-hmm. Again, Spotify, you're probably listening to us right now. Mm-hmm. Apple. Pandora's coming soon, we're getting mm-hmm. out there, y'all, so uh, keep looking out. That's it. Keep looking out.
0: That's it, and we're going to litter your city with a bunch of flyers and stickers here soon, too. We might just post up with a mic and pretend like we're recording you and give you a card and make sure you subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> just for you. That's it, that's it.
3: Yo, Joe, what, yeah. what's good, man? Oh, hey,
0: you know, I'm glad you asked because I got a great answer for you. Right. I have Tell decided... Me, <laughs> I have decided that I am going to take myself on an official date once a week. Once a mm. week? Yes. That's frequent. Yes, it is. <laughs> mm. I mean, I love myself, right? I'm a great date. So no, I feel you. I'm going to take you. myself on a date once a week where I'm going to go and just do self care, whether I go get a massage, Manny Petty, go see a movie, go yeah. to the bar, and just don't talk to nobody. Just observe and just be there with my thoughts. Go to a movie, went to the movies, by the way, Friday night, and uh, we'll oh. talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, man, I had a, I had an amazing evening this past Friday, and the Friday prior, as a matter of fact, and I think maybe Friday night is going to be my jam. Okay. Just That's letting you sure. know, any eligible bachelorettes out there, don't even ask me about Friday night. Saturday, maybe. <laughs> Friday, it's already locked down. Just right, letting you know, right. it's not happening, it's not happening. Right. Self love. That's it's it. The ego
3: and the Id.
0: That's it. That's it. You know what? If you can't love yourself, you can't love nobody else. Can't do it. You can't. It's not possible. You don't know what love is, if that's the case, right? So, I mean, you can have something, but it ain't going to be love.
4: <laughs> but that's next episode, though. Yeah, that's, that's next, next episode. episode. Yeah. we going yeah, we we to we get into that.
0: We're going to get into that. <laughs> All right. So, we're going to dip into some current events real quick. I got a, uh, I got a local current event here I want to share with you guys. Alejandro Mayorkas, that's the secretary of the Department Department of Homeland Security, announced this week that we will that the United States. I said we, but not us. At Deaf perspective, right? We it don't ain't do nice. that, right? So that the U.S. the policy is that they will no longer be deporting people with undocumented statuses just based upon the fact that they're undocumented, right? Mm. Now I don't know if you guys oh, know that's or not. Beautiful. Yeah, no, it is, it is, it is. I don't know if you know or not, but there's 11 million undocumented people in the United States. That's a lot of people, man. Mm. That's a lot of people, yeah. and that's a lot of money spent that could be going somewhere else anyway. You know, right. trying to get people out of the country. Eleven um, billion. Right now, there are exceptions to this uh, new policy: people that are guilty of espionage, serious crimes, uh, terrorists, or anybody that crossed sure. the border or came into the United States after November first, twenty twenty. Right now, this is a little this is a cause for concern. Number one, I mean, wh- how how do you? <laughs> Define who is a terrorist? Number one, um, right sure. or a spy? Right, right. Or how can you be sure that somebody's guilty of espionage? It's, it's still kind of vague. I think always
3: going to be that gray. Always going to be that gray spot in the uh, legal terminology. Yep. You yep. know.
0: Yep.
3: I, I know. mean, it's it's just always there. It was around the the Patriot Act times, you know. Yeah. And they they had some law that was like, what gives them the right to accuse you of being a terrorist and search your vehicle? And it had this long list. Of things, and then at the bottom of the list, it said, or anything illegal. Yeah. And I was yeah. Like, well, sh- well sh- <laughs> you're just
2: right. legalizing decides, all the criminals there. You just, you
3: know, just who like, decides what's illegal? The board, right, right, right. You right, know? Right. Right. Just like, wow. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's just like, because I, I said so. That's why.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard of this, that along, especially along the border, the southern border uh, to Mexico, there's a, a trend where contractors or people that, you know, builders, they will uh, they will hire undocumented people near the border and have them work all week and at the end of the week they call ICE to raid right get them deported the, and get them to so they don't have to pay them right? right so they've announced that they've announced that they will no longer be doing that that employers can no longer which I mean that should have been gone a long Ooh. ass time ago right that's something that I mean that's that's dirty that's that's hella dirty right, and they, right. that should have never it's, been happening to begin with right
4: yeah
0: yeah. yeah. But the uh, so the policy, uh, it'll go into effect on November 29th of this year. And that's a, that's a big pivot from the Trump policy, because I, I don't know if you guys um, are, are, are aware or not. But uh, during the Trump administration, they were deporting anybody that was of illegal status. Right. Right. Also, Biden has upheld the policy of keeping people where they are because of the pandemic. And this is this is it's really crazy because I feel like the Biden administration pushed to make this pivot. Because of this footage that came out of uh, of the right. southern border, do you do you, are you aware of this, Raf, or Flux?
3: No, tell me about this uh, footage that came out.
0: Okay, so there there is I want to say there was about ten to twenty thousand Haitian migrants that came through Mexico and they were crossing the Rio Grande. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the story in Haiti, oh, man. but their president <sighs> their their president was uh, was assassinated. And there's a there's an acting uh, leader in their country right now that wasn't elected by the people, and there was also an earthquake in Haiti that devastated quite a bit of half that uh, half of Hispaniola right, and uh, people are moving out because there's no resources. They're they're leaving. They're fleeing, and there's quite a bit of refugees right now in Mexico and um, yeah. in other areas, um, trying to go somewhere where they can, where the kids could go to school, um, somewhere that right. has. Someone that has resources, someone that has food, someone that has clean water. Just recently, there was some video that emerged of Haitians, some Haitian um, refugees coming across the Rio Grande, and some border patrol agents on horseback whipping the Haitians with the reins of their from their horse, and uh, it was very reminiscent to uh, slave patrols and overseers right. whipping, um, and that, that was just really, really bad optics for this current administration. Right. And I think that that's why he really made that pivot. Right. Yeah. And I don't want, I don't want anybody to think for a minute that I'm praising Joe Biden i'm not i'm not i i don't i don't like joe biden and i think a lot of the times when we have <laughs> when we have an election you gotta you gotta choose you gotta pick your poison what's the what's the lesser of two evils mm-hmm. and honestly i i think that Trump was the greater of the two evils in this well, yeah, situation the, the, yeah,
3: <laughs> like that was a philosophy that i would have never embraced the choosing the lesser of two evils until i saw Trump. Yeah. Trump, it was like no i'm gonna vote what you know, uh, either a protest vote or it's going to be somebody I believe in, but it's right. not going to be just the lesser of two evils. And then Buff came and you were like, can we I should have, uh, voted for the lesser of two evils on this last one. Right. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. A question though. Can, can we, can we refer to him as Cheeto Vader, the Amigo hater? Can we <laughs> wow. do that? Because now, because every time we say, every time we say his name, I got to go on the pod and I got to edit it and reverse it. Cause I don't want to give him any air. Right. Yeah. None. None. Because he's that guy that like wow. he don't care if he's got negative publicity or what. Like, if as long as his name is being said, as long as he's staying relevant, and I don't, I don't yeah. want to add to his relevancy at all.
3: Right. So, so, so you don't want to just call him Mr. President then? No hell. Mr. No. Ex President. Hell right. no. Hell, <laughs>
0: no. hell <laughs> no. Well, technically, even after you, after you are out of office, you are still referred to as President. Mr. President. President Hater the Amigo Hater. Yeah. So.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the
0: amiga later. yeah because he oh, yeah, because he you know the immigration oh, policy yeah man, you, yeah, you yeah,
3: know yeah he didn't he didn't like us too much nah, um he really didn't. <laughs> i gotta speak to what you're talking about though please, with this please. immigration and and the only thing that, that that's, that's running through my mind again and again and again as i'm listening to you um that i think you should be able to appreciate as well mm-hmm. so this is how you're treating you know undocumented people you're either nice about kicking them out or you're You have a process about kicking them out. You still want to kick them out. The question is, these people that are here, that have been here, what can you do to help them assimilate and, you know, become a part of the American community, like to become an American citizen, become documented, become legal, rather than kicking them out?
4: I Um, I think that this step is definitely a step in the right direction because now that they can't be deported, now they can start the process without fear of yeah. being deported. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure.
3: I'm just saying that and it, it, makes a, si- uh, it makes uh, it another conversation happening as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The conversation should be present. You know yeah. what I mean? It should be like, oh, you know, now you know, they're, 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 they're talking about yeah. there's laws, about undocumented, whatever, whatever. Uh, kicking them How out. do we get um, them? This is what has been done to help them become legal, documented, or whatever. Yeah, um, right. And, to start the asylum and, and if process, right? And nothing has been done... Then say nothing has been done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Honestly, I don't. I don't expect any more steps in in the right direction to to, to even occur um, under this administration. I, I really, like I said, I think that uh, the change in policy was just a response to the bad optics at the border. Right. 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 He he knew that. Measures. Right. I don't really expect there to be some kind of revolutionary steps to be taken to, right. to help people gain I, citizenship I don't think there or will even be. asylum, man. I don't.
4: I, I don't I think, think that there will be a lot more in the future, but I think again, not praising Sleepy Joe, but um, eleven million people that you just you can't send back, unless yeah. of course you know, yeah. you know, it's always caveats. But eleven million people, that that's that that is a big deal. That's a that's a pretty big. deal.
0: Let me tell you something, man. Of course, I I, I don't believe in wage slavery. Um, yeah, I believe in a in an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. but I'm yeah. gonna tell you right now. We are so privileged in this United States of America, there are jobs out there that the vast majority of American citizens will not go do, will not go do. And if you were actually to deport those 11 million people, our prices would go up. And that sucks. That sucks, right? Because the wages that a lot of these undocumented people are, are getting paid are way below poverty wages and it, it ain't right. right it ain't right and yeah. i don't mind paying a little more for my you know whatever right as long as people are getting paid what they should be getting paid right yeah sure. um, but in the same breath man if if we deported 11 million people like at this moment that would cripple all kinds of industry
4: right and that's and that's not a talking point like like said like we're not talking about how to get them assimilated we're not talking about their effect on our economy it's just a matter of They're here. They're undocumented. They're still in jobs, and you know I I don't care. That's a xenophobia, man. That's a
3: xenophobia, man. Towards them or not, it's like, well, hey, they're people. They like like whether somebody is undocumented or not does not determine whether or not that person is American. Yeah. They are here. They are a part of the community, and they are involved in it, regardless of what place that they're involved in. I mean, if you're not trying to embrace them. How do you expect them to assimilate?
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And who are we to say? You know? Who are we even to say who belongs here and, de- and doesn't belong here? This is all indigenous land that was stolen any damn way. Right. How dare us as quote unquote Americans be the ones to decide that, okay, now now it's 2021. All this land belongs to us. And no, you guys can't come back up. No, damn well, California used to be Mexico, bro.
4: Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm, li- to... I'm living in Mexico <laughs> now, bro. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm living in Mexico. Right.
0: And we're not just talking about uh, Mexicans, and I think there's a there's a there's a, a very controversial part of this immigration topic, and that is right. how many Canadians or Europeans are here in the U.S. that are undocumented, that mm-hmm. right don't have any problems with ICE, that don't um, right. immigration right. Don't, they don't they don't mess. It's it's really honestly for all the listeners um, out there, it's people of color that they're targeting. Yeah, and it, and always it sounds is. like.
3: Oh yeah, you know, the Mexican border has always been a, a problem, has always been a uh hot button issue mm-hmm. for this country, right? Mm-hmm. But then let some Haitians run across the border, then America's uh... like, Oh, well, you know, you kinda got our attention right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It reminds me, um, as soon as you were retelling the story, letting us know, I was thinking about a stand up comedy bit and I really wish I knew the stand up comedian that performed it. it was probably Def Jam or something like that, you know what I mean? Hmm. or um BET presents man you remember that show Comic View? Yeah. Yeah,
0: Comic, Comic View. View. Yeah. yeah, that was my joint. Comic <laughs> View. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Comic was way, it was definitely way, on one of
3: those shows. Yeah. It was definitely late night BET. Elian Gonzalez was the big big thing on the news. Ah, uh, yeah, I remember that kid. And and I wish I could remember who who the comedian was, but he said, "Oh man, you know, all I could say about that is he's lucky he's Cuban cuz he was Haitian, they just sent his ass right back out onto the to the water yeah. as soon as he hit that's the, true. like it hit me at one point. But then later the more that I learned, the more like that joke stuck with me and then, you know, really made more and more sense. And now you hearing you say the story, that's exactly exactly what he's talking about. You know, the, Even you got then. you got the more progressive people that maybe get mad because there's an image of a white man whipping, you know, black men on the news right. today at hmm. the border representing some sort of authority for this country, but then you have the far right and they're probably pissed to say, look at all these Asian people coming into this country. I, I I'm I feel Joe a bit on the sense of a uh, it just being a response to uh uh like a to this theater to this theater.
0: Okay, so Izzy the Lion, you got a story for us this week? This
4: is from A P News Cali, out there where you at, is supposed to impose COVID mandates for school children. Mm-hmm. And now this isn't official yet, but, you know, uh, the governor of Cali, who is also Joey's personal friend. And Gavin uh, Newsom, Newsom <laughs> that's my homie, that's the homie. <laughs> <Newsom>. so, uh, <laughs> sh- shouts to Newsom. But um, he- he's basically saying this, uh, this mandate won't take effect until the government finishes vetting two age groups for the vaccine. Mm. And they'll run through 12 through 15-year-olds first, and then bump down to 5 through 11-year-olds. Mm-hmm. And that will encompass elementary through through high school, What, a freshman year of high school, 15. So yeah, is that right? Um, I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah, fi- yeah, I think that's right.
4: Yeah, yeah, I think you're starting like 15. Okay. But um, in <laughs> a long time. <laughs> and so you, Newsom has been really hard on this whole COVID thing since it first popped off. Wasn't he the first one to start? lockdowns
0: yes as a matter of fact he was so hard on the COVID thing that he actually went to the french laundry and had dinner after he after they closed all the restaurants down mm. mm-hmm. with no mask yeah he was that hard mm. no so mm. no but honestly the policy <laughs> the policies that he implemented did get california's numbers um amongst the lowest in the nation so that that, that is um yeah. that is a positive
4: which is not an easy thing to do in a place as populated and dense as Cali yes, is. So. Yes, very. But a, a lot of people are upset about this. Obviously, you know, vaccine controversy or whatever. But to mm. go to school, <laughs> mm. you have to have a shot record. You do. <laughs> that's that's not new. That's the That's, right. like, that's not a Mike. Right. That's very normal. So this right. will be the same thing as that, but. What is different with this coronavirus vaccine, though, is that exemptions will be made for medical reasons, Mm. religious reasons, Mm. and personal beliefs. What Mm. the fuck does
0: that mean, bro? It means that you can that it's not mandatory, that you can decide you don't want to get the damn thing and not get the thing. And you know what? The crazy part is the longer this virus is allowed to flourish, the more different variants we're going to have. This
4: should not be anything that is quote-unquote political. This is this is biology. This is, you know what I'm saying? Trust yeah. the science.
0: Why not trust the science?
4: <laughs> this is not politics. This is the immigration yeah. laws. If you have person, and th- and that's what's different with this vaccine, you know, um, with, with any vaccination that a child needs for school, they do allow exemptions for medical reasons. Mm-hmm. But this one specifically says medical, religious, and personal beliefs, which made me immediately think of the QAnon hyper-Christian who are like, oh, don't take the mark of the beast, the vaccines, the oh, mark of the beast. It's got it's a microchip micro oh, 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 God. So it, I, I, I felt like religious reasons was put in there specifically to appease that specific Republican, I mean, yeah, let's just say it, Republican voter
0: base. Right. I can agree with that. Um, and to, yeah, all, I think to all my anti-vaxxers out there, <laughs> and... Ooh, to, all my COVID, God, to all my COVID deniers out there, I, I just got to tell you, um, I, do, I do go on Facebook. I know who you are.
2: <laughs> and uh,
0: I, I, want, I want to tell you that I am, and I'm being completely serious right now, um, to all of those who have lost their parents to COVID-19, to all of those who've lost their grandparents to COVID-19, that are anti-vaxxers and COVID deniers, I want to tell you condolences to you. I'm sorry that you lost a loved one. I don't. I don't think anybody should lose a loved one, especially to this this disease that is. Um, yeah. That's pre- preventable for the most part, but I will say this: when you were posting about the loved ones that you lost, don't be so ashamed of your previous stance on the vaccine and COVID-19 to leave out the fact that that's what they died from. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot of people yeah. that are like, you know, this my, my you know, grandma was the greatest, my da- I miss my dad so much, but they were COVID deniers, right? They were they were anti-vaxxers and they ain't saying nada, not a peep about the virus, not a peep about well, they should have been vaccinated. And you got people that are getting vaccinated now because they're scared that don't want to walk back their their previous comments, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Anyhow, sorry, I kind of went on a tangent there, um, but no, really no, condolences man. to all of y'all. Um, and, and at this point, I feel like if you're not vaccinated, and you don't have, and you're not immunocompromised, and you're out here willy nilly, um, just raw dog in the air with everybody, right? Just looking at bottom face all day, and you get COVID nineteen. I really don't feel sorry for you getting it. Now, I don't wish anybody death upon anybody or illness on anybody, but you could have prevented that.
3: It's a polarizing issue for sure. It is absolutely a polarizing issue. Mm -hmm. I don't think uh, there's many people who don't feel strongly one way or the other about it Mm -hmm. in this country. I think this country is probably one of the most divided countries regarding this issue. The the thing that that most so-called patriots will highlight about this country is united, united United states. And I just, I don't know. I think think that sometimes we take the opportunity to be divided, and I think that this is one of them. I think that we need to uh, just be practical. I think it's really a matter of practicality. I think as well, I think it's also a matter of compassion and humanity. I might sympathize with somebody's hesitance about becoming fully vaccinated but as far as the overwhelming aggression that i see from that camp is very strong and 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 just the comparisons of the vaccine to some sort of conspiracy to i I don't know just think we should be practical we should be polite that's what i think
4: yeah i talk to folks and i ask people you know people that are close to me and that i love and respect genuine peers and i asked them you know why don't you want a vaccine
2: Mm -hmm.
4: and an overwhelming uh response is it's it's just my choice and i get that and i understand that and you're right you do have you do have choices right but what other reason do you
0: have besides it's just my choice just rebellion well, no bro reason, it's rebellion though. that's all it is and right exactly. the authorities telling you know not that. to do something and you we, you're making a decision that no i'm it. not for, no
3: for, for, I, for I don't these. want don't tell me what to do yeah man that's, that's all it is because f you that's why
0: yeah you know yeah. Because, yeah. because america because freedom
3: that's <laughs> <a> lie, right? <laughs> you you know, my right so my body my choice Oh, wait. it's really not right except for when oh, fucking woman. Right. Right. It's really a reason it's like it's like well tell you what, if that's the reason, if that's the only reason, why don't you go ahead and get vaccinated and that'll be your choice too. Yeah. You know, like you still get to have <laughs> right. a choice. Yeah. <laughs> you oh yeah, know? You change, choose change to get mind. vaccinated and you can yeah. survive as well.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just don't. I don't, and, I don't. get how like you can't. You can't care about somebody's nana. You know what I mean. Somebody's mimo. Somebody's Pawpaw, Right. Right. Somebody's granddad. Yeah. That's what it there. is.
4: Man, we expect our leaders to be competent adults, but man, Kentucky lifted its mask mandate for students. Schools were like, okay, we absolutely have to put on masks if we're going to have our children back in schools, and Kentucky was like, no, you can't do that. What? That's wrong. It has to be people's choices whether they want
0: to wear a mask or not. I mean, well, just be- wearing up because mask? because of individual rights is that what they were saying? Like, is that what? You know, it's and, wild. And it... Dur- during so, during hey. the Spanish during the Spanish uh, flu pandemic, right? It was considered unpatriotic to not wear a mask. Mm. You were looked down mm. upon, right? And you were you, you, people people. Yeah, man, this this shit is wild, bro. It is crazy how media manipulates people, right?
4: Or, or like you said because of our past presidency yeah you know what I'm saying being being looked down upon is now we you know you can revel in that it's yeah. okay to be the bad guy yeah it's it's cool to be the bad guy all of your wildest inhibitions right. let them go
0: throughout the history that i remember right and in my lifetime i always remember counterculture as being something positive right
3: right yeah. well, whenever american, there's a movement distinctively american
0: yeah, as well. Right, and wherever there was a movement, the counterculture was always something. I mean, even you, you look look at uh, look at the the protest against the Vietnam War, right? And the hippies, right? That was yeah. counterculture, right? And that was a positive sure. thing. That's the course. civil rights movement was counterculture. It was it was a positive. The Bill Hip-hop of Rights
3: was counterculture. Hip hop, yeah.
0: yeah, is counterculture, right? And now what what alt right
3: is counterculture?
4: <laughs> what the she hell she are we doing? Is. Yeah. <laughs> QAnon?
0: Now. QAnon is counterculture now. Like it's it's so it's so it's fascinating, right? It's interesting, but it's it's also very sad.
3: So, um, I was reading the uh, Ken Ritter piece on the Associated Press about this past week commemorating the four years since the Vegas shooting, oh, 2017, yeah. October 1st was. Apparently um as I'm educating myself apparently the deadliest mass shooting in American history modern American history which yeah. is another term that I learned in reading this article essentially since 1949 this has been the deadliest one 60 people died 58 that night two later the killer killed himself so plus one Just a handful of people enjoying a country music festival of all things yeah. uh, in Vegas yeah. yeah 4 years ago and it's a subject that I wanted to cover because it, it just continues. You know it's what I mean? Sad. It, it, it's, sad. it's insane how bad mass shootings in this country have spiraled since Columbine, you know? Yeah. I um,
4: say, um, I'm sorry to cut you off, but go ahead. I to say at the beginning, just, um, prayers, prayers and, and, and love to everybody who lost somebody in that, in that incident, man, for real rest in peace. And, i have a friend david if you listen to man you know love much love to you man i'm sorry for your loss he lost one of his closest friends in that and, oh, wow and his, his, yeah and his friend um he he actually got shot in the back protecting his wife oh man yeah um, which is what any of us would do yeah any of right. us would, all what all of us would do yeah. you know in that in that terrible moment man so um yeah, man, not not to get too heavy, but yeah, you know, got got to right. pay respects to the life. Blessings, body, yeah. respect. No, heavy's
0: okay, man. Heavy's okay, man. Wow. <laughs> you know, I you guys know how I feel about um, about firearms. <clears throat> I mean, what flux and Izzy, y'all know how I feel. I guess that the listeners don't. I think that you should have the right to bear arms. Do I think that you need three thousand rounds of armor piercing? ammunition? No, I don't. I don't. But I do, however, think that in the same way that you have to get a driver's license, right, you should have to go through a training course on firearms. And that's not just safety, but proficiency as well. And I also think that you should have to go through a mental health check, possibly even annually. I think there should be a department of firearms, just like there's a department of motor vehicles, right? Yeah. Okay. And you should have to go through these checks and see a mental health professional to make sure that you were um you have a sound mind to be able to now, own a firearm.
4: Now now I'm 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 definitely with you. I, I do believe in responsible gun ownership and <laughs> I and I and I also believe in <laughs> and I also believe in uh, the right. no yeah. <laughs> I, I also believe in the right for the people to protect themselves. But just just playing devil's advocate for a second. I know a lot of listeners may be wondering as well, having these departments, having these licenses all represent in some form the state. Mm-hmm. So moving that that seems it's, it's, it seems like a good idea and it seems righteous and positive, mm-hmm. but it, it it seems to be moving towards authoritarianism mm-hmm. in some, mm-hmm.
0: in
2: some right.
0: sense. Right. Mm-hmm. So mean, could how, you could you how, not? How do you feel about that? Could you could you not could you not look at the uh, the fact that you don't have a right to um, drive a vehicle unless you have, are licensed by the state to do so? Yeah yeah sure. so i think Absolutely. how i feel about it is if, if you own something that endangers public safety right then i think mm-hmm. that that the government um should have the right to intervene of course you know how i feel okay. about the government as well right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> okay okay yeah, so then our, right. our current government which is um in my opinion a, 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 yeah, a, puppet, <laughs> a puppet government right um yeah i i, I, I don't agree with the uh, the, the capitalist, so quote unquote, democracy.
3: If I could speak on it for, yes, uh, please, for a moment, please, if, please. um, I would say that, uh, you know, I appreciate uh, Joey's perspective. I appreciate his perspective. It's deaf as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> deaf perspectives. I, 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 feel like I'm probably gonna be the most uh, kind of down the middle on this. I have never really had too strong attitudes regarding the Second Amendment. And people's uh, feelings about guns. Uh, my father was all about guns. And I always just kind of like figured, you know, you got to learn to respect them. Yeah, it is true. They, they do. We do have a right to defend ourselves, a right to bear arms. I would say two things. One, as much as I've always since my childhood embraced, you know, right to bear arms, right to bear arms. Yeah, it's a great thing. Yes. You know, so that we can defend ourselves against tyrants, you know, um, yeah. our own government if we need to. That's that's a that's a beautiful sentiment in our in our government. Yes, I appreciate that. Yeah. That being said, this whole mass shooting thing is historic. It is it is unbeknownst to history before, I don't know, a couple of decades ago. And it's, and and it just continues American. to get worse. And it's a and it's a human issue now. It's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a. Um, I, I think it's. I think anything it's an American issue, bro. I sure. think it's an American.
0: It, 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 it absolutely is.
3: Um, But what I'm saying is it's happening, and we need to figure out a response plan. I'm not saying we need to take away everyone's guns. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that –
0: Take it if you can.
3: No, I (laughs) uh, I think that I'm more open to the conversation of gun control a little bit for the only reason being that I can't think of anything else to do to help i mean of course you know better education and things like that right um but like other than just shy of making the united states a better place in general Mm -hmm. you know in in all kinds of conditions you Mm -hmm. know um definitely better uh therapy available when people need it but it's difficult to find those warning signs and right now it's like a thing if you're a sociopath this is going to be a thing for you shootings have inspired me to kind of question the sanctity if you will of the second amendment to the point where it Maybe not the most important in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, But Mm -hmm. also, I would say, if you are one of these people who uh, loves the Second Amendment, Mm -hmm. if you hold it in high regard and you find yourself saying, I love the Constitution of the United States, and what you mean is the Second Amendment, I want you to go back and read about the Constitution of the United States, Mm -hmm. the the, the writing of the Constitution. I want you to go back and read the, all about the history and, and everything that was going down, the conversations that were being had as the Constitution was being formed and realized that there were groups. There was, there was, there was a couple of groups there. And one of them wanted to bring in the Bill of Rights, in this, in, including the Second Amendment.
4: Let me talk on the magazines for a second. Okay, uh, yes. so So the FBI gives statistics for gunfights, real fair statistics, and you can find them on the FBI uh, website. For a typical gunfight, about six rounds are used, and so their recommendation in that is that uh, six to ten rounds should be sufficient in a legitimate gunfight. Okay, and six to ten rounds is kind of okay and standard if we're talking about pistols, but not for rifles, right? So, so 12 rounds in a rifle to me sounds
0: Ooh, that sounds that sounds
4: pretty I mean, insufficient.
0: Really? Okay, so all right. So how many how many rounds did the did the shooter in Vegas how many did he let off?
3: I don't know the exact number of how many rounds it was he was quite out. a fucking few killed how many people were killed?
0: Sixty. Okay. So I mean he had high capacity
3: magazines. And he this had bump and stocks, this is He had a, a tripod, minutes. right?
0: He had a he had, you...
3: sixty people were shot, eight hundred and fifty plus injured. Sixty <laughs> died. See this? And this is yes. and this is what they I mean if that's, if that's not an argument minutes. for
0: for limiting ammunition, I, I don't know what is. And also an argument for uh, mental health checks, right? This week, there was a UN General Assembly in uh, New York, and President Biden was there, of course. And the Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas was also there. Mahmoud Abbas requested some FaceTime with President Biden. President Biden denied. Him any FaceTime said that he would not be able to meet with him in New York or in Washington D.C. And this is on par with this administration's and the previous administration's stance on the conflict between Israel, Israel and Palestine. And Biden. and Biden says that he supports a two-state solution, but he he never has recognized that Israel is the aggressor in the region and has been the aggressor in the region for of course for, not. for decades, course not. right?
4: And he better not say that shit. Right.
0: But he did say he did say during during the recent bombings when missiles were being shot back and forth and Israel was protected on high by the Iron Dome. Yeah. While they were terrorizing the the Palestinian people, that Israel had a right to defend itself. But he didn't say right. anything about Palestine, right? The Palestinians. Right. And just to just to recap that a bit, the conflict started when Israelis were going into Gaza and tearing people, Palestinians, out of their homes and occupying their homes. And this has been going on, guys, since, I mean, since, what, 1947? Okay. When the UN allowed Israelis to move into Israel and occupy land. And since then, there's been conflicts. I mean, historically, that's that's generally what American presidents have done, right? They've defended Israel.
3: Yeah. Isn't that the American position in and of itself? Wasn't the... I mean, this is me. I'm speaking ignorantly. I don't. I, I'd love to be informed about this. But is the government of Israel, the country of Israel, not kind of an American invention, a Western invention? It is. Invention well, the, the UN, government?
0: the UN actually um, yeah. moved moved Jewish people into um, Israel back in 1947. This is after World War II, right? And since okay, then, right. since then, Palestinian land has been shrinking, and there's been a, a systematic uh, genocide of the Palestinian people. They've been oppressed. Um, there's been an, a system of apartheid in the region for, for quite a while. Um, they're treated like mm-hmm. second-class citizens and there's there's always been conflict in that region right. lots of um unnecessary bloodshed and the aggressor for the most part has been the israelis
3: um, right and and the united states has been 100 percent behind israel yes. throughout this entire history that we're talking
0: yes about. now there was a bit of a pivot i think during the uh, during the obama administration where uh, obama was defined pivot um, yeah so so a, a move away from um zionist um ideas and the okay. um, yeah the defense of Israel 100% where Obama was very much in favor or at least pretended to be very much in favor of a two state right. um, solution right so with well, the biggest problem i think in Israel is the military industrial complex and how much money Israel makes off of making weapons and training Militaries, right? Israel has one of the most advanced militaries in the world. I don't know if you guys know that yeah. or not. Oh, yeah. there Okay. The best trained military in the entire world, right? And actually, it's funny because they they actually train a lot of our police forces. <laughs> a lot of our police, our police forces, go over there to be trained by Israeli forces. But so the conflict in, between Israel and Palestine just recently sparked up because Israelis were moving into Gaza and evicting Palestinians from their homes and displacing Palestinians and occupying Palestinian property. And, of course, this has been happening since 1947. It just escalated here recently. Israel has a defense system called the Iron Dome, and it's not so much a force field as it is um, a, a missile system that, right. that will shoot missiles out of the air before they reach Israel. And if you look at the numbers of, of the casualties in the West Bank versus in Israel during that conflict, I mean, the numbers are... They're jarring. they so. There's. It's such a crazy contrast. Like. Yeah, it's really sad. Mm-hmm. It's really sad. It is. It is. It's like. It's like spitting spitballs at somebody with the with a AR fifteen, right? It's not. Yeah. It's in nowhere comparable to the. Uh, the numbers and the casualties that the Palestinians have faced, um, especially right. specifically so, in this in this conflict.
4: Which makes it even more disturbing that such a powerful country and so many powerful nations. Are very silent about this Palestinian genocide because it's very it's glaringly obvious yes yeah, and so too, like you said America's always held this Zionist position of Israel has the right to defend itself Israel has the right to defend itself but Israel is not the defender Israel's is very clearly the aggressor yeah,
2: yeah.
4: very yeah. clearly the aggressor yeah. and now even with Obama you know before and sleepy Joe now saying we're for a two party Uh, resolution that's still putting so much responsibility and almost oh oh right 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 Mm -hmm. it almost almost seems like putting them on the same level of responsibility in all of this is asinine and it's disrespectful yeah it's very disrespectful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: so am i to understand that the um regarding the current event Mm -hmm. that we are discussing Mm -hmm. would you say the takeaway is just understanding that biden is in line with the zionist attitude of dismissing Palestine completely
0: I think you, I think Man, we need to understand yeah. what the double talk is right how how he could say that he's he supports a two-state solution right but he refuse right. he refuses to meet with the PA president Mahmoud Abbas right
3: you're not going
4: to grant him an audience if you're not going to grant him an audience sure. then you're not really for this solution right you don't want to hear so
3: you, it. okay right. okay so it's so it's not just it's not just Zionists it's it's contradicting what he was saying
0: before right sure is I think you got a global issue do you not before I jump into it, I I
4: do want to say, um, you know, the last episode I said some erroneous things, and I want to correct what I said. Okay. Oh, no. um, okay. So I guess first off, what I sh- what I should say or what I should have said is that um, we're not a news podcast, man. We're <laughs> just uh, <laughs> no. don't do not real. rely we're... on
0: us for your news, right? That's just no, don't do that.
4: Right we're not a, we're not a news podcast we're not journalists right. right this this is three three friends three very close friends having discussions you know yep. and and like flex said earlier sometimes we do speak ignorantly and we need to acknowledge that that's what this dialogue is for us um we're, we're talking about north korea and its missiles test and south korea that same day performing a submarine missile test and i said that uh south korea it is submarine tests in retaliation. Actually, and, uh, I asked that, truth.
0: right? I asked that. I said, was well, certainly... No, I said that. I, I made that statement. I said, certainly it was in response to...
4: Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I think that's, so. How, but,
0: that's how it went down.
4: Yeah. It was said. It was said.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm it, saying don't accept all the blame. Don't accept all the blame because that's not the case, right? Okay,
4: go ahead. That's actually not true. Uh, <laughs> South Korea already had planned there. Submarine missile launched South Korean President Moon Jae-in. He said uh, and this was September 15th He said that day specifically that The test was not a response to North Korea's provocations mm. And that's a direct quote from him. And okay. I got that from the uh, from the arms control Association Okay, and I thought I thought it was I thought it was interesting that he used the word. I mean obviously in Korean but the word for provocation mm. And he also said that in the same speech that reinforcing South Korea's missiles capabilities is a clear deterrent to North Korea's provocations. Mm-hmm. And so he used that word twice. Mm-hmm. So even though it's not a full-blown retaliation scenario, you know, it is a arms race. It is unstable. And there are, it, it is a lot of tension. Later on, Kim Yo-jong, which is, Kim Jong-un's younger sister, said that the South Korean president's remarks made during that test firing uh, were inappropriate and could lead to a breakdown in ties if he continued to slander the North. Mm -hmm. And so that's uh, that's from the Korean News Agency, which is North Korea State News, and it's the only news network in North Korea. Right. Right. So they're like... South Korea, you need, need, need to watch them out.
0: The only thing that we really know about Kim Jong-un is what American media tells us, right? Right. And the conditions right. in North Korea. And I'm, I'm inclined to believe that if North Korea is in that bad a shape, then it's probably a direct result of the uh, quelling of communism in that region by capitalism and, and capitalist allies across the globe, including the United States.
3: You can't say capitalist without saying the United States. Well, right, of course.
0: Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> also interesting.
3: Since
4: last week's episode, North Korea says that it successfully launched a new hypersonic missile on Tuesday. So in the past few weeks, North Korea's launched the ballistic missile we spoke about earlier mm-hmm. and cruise missiles that might be nuclear capable. Oh wow and that's a, it's not really a big, a big might because it's already been proven that North Korea uh, knows how to make nuclear weapons. Yeah. We just don't physically know how many they have. We right. just know that they can. Mm. But this, this new hypersonic missile, for listeners out there, hypersonic just means faster than the speed of sound. Mm. They are applauding okay. this as one of the five most important weapon systems that it has, and it increases their, quote-unquote, self-defense capabilities in every way. Usually when they start talking about strategic weapons or self-defense weapons and their capabilities, they're usually referencing their their nuclear knowledge. Yeah, man, this this hypersonic uh, missile is a a big deal. Russia, it's an unrelated note, but just for reference, tested a hypersonic missile recently that went over
0: 5,300 miles per hour. Yeah, I heard about that. It's crazy. So from from what what I understand is um, South Korea, not North Korea... And a hypersonic missile that can travel five times the speed of sound mm-hmm. that's damn mm-hmm. fast bro
3: five times the speed of sound that is fast. see I feel like this is such a serious subject uh, they should like maybe paint the language around it you know um and start taking ballistic missiles and, and shortening it to ballistics Like
2: you said, earlier. we can take. uh, That's the name of the episode. Blizzles. That (laughs) is (laughs) the name (laughs) of the episode.
1: Hyper sizzle. Hyper sizzle. -sizzle Blizzles.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. That's great. Snoop will be proud. proud. (laughs) Hey, we know it's not,
1: but it's not a laughing matter. We're talking about very dangerous (laughs) weapons here.
3: Yeah. We're it's talking serious.
1: about a very volatile area, right? This is,
3: it's very serious. Right, it's tensions serious. are very well, high.
1: Okay. This
3: ain't a scene. It's, a, it's an entourage.
4: Another thing about their new weapons that they're unrolling is that they've introduced fuel ampules, which are uh, airtight canisters for holding missile propellant. And what this means is that a missile can be pre-fueled and set up wherever they want and it could potentially stay launch-ready for years. Oh, wow. So you could have a, now, again, this is speculation, people, but it is within the realm of possibility with North Korea. They could have a nuclear warhead set up in a location that they can reach you and have it stored there for
0: years. Wow. That's, That's a possibility now. We got a new segment for y'all today. It's called Hot Takes, all right? We Ooh. we had an interview uh, ready for this week. Um, they bowed out at the last minute unexpectedly, so we have a new segment called Hot Takes, and this uh, hopefully this will be a reoccurring segment. At us, comment, hit us on the social media, tell us how you feel, um, if there's anything you want to hear about, any, um, any current events that you think we should touch on, uh, what segments you like, which ones you don't. Hit us and let us know what's up. We have a brief message for you guys, and we'll be back with Hot Takes. Thank you for listening. Good evening. Reporting live from Poughkeepsie, New York, this is UIN
1: Tonight. I'm Brian McMartinson-Manahan. Our top story tonight, Elon Musk of Tesla and SpaceX fame has been reported to have created a second-place trophy for Jeff Bezos for their phallic rocket space race, treating him like the billionaire baby-back bitch he is. This just in, Jeff Bezos has traded his second-place trophy in for a first-class ticket on Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic space line. In other news, Elon Musk and Grimes have broken up after a three-year relationship. Grimes was seen recently reading Karl Marx in public, as onlookers commented, She ain't about that life. Since the planned photo op, guillotine sales have quadrupled on Amazon. Grimes reportedly has physical custody of XIII-12. Bill Gates recently was asked about his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. His reply was simply, well, he's dead. So, in general, you always have to be careful. Then <laughs> They begin to chuckle like an arch-villain. Bill Gates is the largest farmland owner in the country with 300,000 acres of farmland. Meanwhile, the descendants of slaves are still waiting on their 40 acres and a mule. God bless America. Good night, comrades. We'll be back the next time a random podcast doesn't have an interview for the middle of their episode. I'm Brian McMartinson-Manahan, signing off for the Unimportant Information Network. Alright, listeners, we
0: are back. This is a brand new segment. There's absolutely no structure here with this one. We're just going to talk off the cuff. The segment is called Hot Takes. So, guys, I think it's about time that we uh, talk about a very hot button issue. Something that's been on my mind for a while. Something that me and Flux have had conversations about.
3: Um, I don't know, Joey, man. I I really don't think that me and Izzy are down to talk about a controversial issue. No, uh, okay. right. I'm just joking. Okay. All right. Well.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess that's all, folks. Uh, join us next no, no, week.
3: No,
0: no, no. <laughs> let's, let's throw some spice on that. Okay. So, so what? That's so what, what I want to? So what I think we should we should absolutely talk about is um is cancel culture and uh not not cancel culture broadly, but more specifically, cancel culture when it comes to public figures. Let's start with R. Kelly. He was found guilty of his crimes, which include uh, child molestation, false imprisonment. Everybody knows what R. Kelly did. It's been in the news. Everybody knows what he did. Everybody knows what he was doing for a very long time. And I think a good place to start is his relationship with Aaliyah. Yeah. Everybody knew how young Aaliyah was. And it seemed as if because R. Kelly was who R. Kelly was, he got a pass. Yeah. Being in a relationship with Aaliyah.
4: I was I was young when Aaliyah passed. I think I was in the fourth or fifth grade.
0: Yeah. So well, this, it's funny even... you say that because that's the same grade that she was in when she started her relationship with R. Kelly. <laughs> so, no, I'm kidding. Not wow. that young, but I'm saying that's the kind of dude he is, though. I'm saying.
4: I didn't even know that they had a relationship until until like a year or two ago, you know? Really? And what? um. And yeah, yeah. I, Holy I had cow! No, no Shows how
3: much has been swept under the rug. Right,
4: right. Exactly. And 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 like you said, that's that's what made me think about it. It's crazy to see that because he's R. Kelly, he gets a pass.
0: Do you think it was the fact that he got a pass, or because he had so much power, money, and influence that he was able to like? catch and kill that i mean i guess he didn't really catch and kill because it was still it was still out there people knew
4: i think it's twofold i think i think it's you having the power and money to do the things you want to do but it's also the community accepting it mm-hmm. i think since we're talking about quote unquote cancel culture that's what it is it's the community being like okay this is not okay we, ha- we have to hold you accountable for this that's mm-hmm. what i feel like cancel culture is and i think that's that's good. That's what we need because we don't need situations like
0: no grown ass
4: men like R. Kelly no. dating you know young children.
0: And all. No, 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 absolutely not. Okay, so all right, so here's another so, thing too. So right? for the so, record, go ahead.
3: Izzy is pro cancel culture. Go. Oh. Ah,
0: that's a hot take. Okay, so <laughs> that's, <laughs> a, that's
1: a hot take. I'm pro cancel culture.
4: <laughs> so okay, I
0: get here? here. Here's 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 another another little key piece of information here. Y'all remember the y'all remember the P Take? Who? The P. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, 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 Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that happened in the early aughts. I know, right? Yeah. And they, so I was, I was seventeen. Dude, wow. the boot, the bootleg CD man was selling copies of that.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I remember that. He was, I he was distri- that distributing child porn. hmm Child pornography. You and, could buy CDs. And nothing DVDs, was
4: done, and, then and nothing tape. was
0: done. Nothing was done to stop this man. As a matter of fact, he was stalking. High schoolers from what I understand. In uh Oh yeah. In, on the south side of Chicago. He mm. would send, he would send people that worked for him out in cars to pick up high schoolers and and to bring to him. So here's another question. Now that R. Kelly has uh gone to trial, he hasn't been sentenced yet, but now that he's gone to trial, is Woody Allen next?
2: Mm.
0: Mm. Why why isn't he part of the conversation? You know Woody Allen was married to Mia Farrow.
3: And, uh, nah, had, yeah, I know, I know, I know all that dirt, dirty, dirty, dirty stuff he did. Okay, um, so
0: yeah, and there's a there's on HBO. Duly um, noted. Okay, uh, so when is he going to trial? That that's that's my question. When when is he going to go to trial?
3: Interesting right?
0: question. R. Kelly has has his accusers faced him, right? Or he's faced his accusers, and he's been convicted. He hasn't been sentenced yet. I think that yeah, Woody Allen is due. He's in court. Don't oh, you? So you're saying,
3: who? good, good stuff that we held R. Kelly accountable. Now let's also go back and hold Woody Allen accountable. Yes,
0: that's exactly what okay. I'm saying.
3: Okay, you're saying let's add him to the cancel culture roster.
0: Well, not not necessarily right. not necessarily not necessarily just the cancel culture uh, roster, but the accountability. Where's the where's the legal accountability? Like you you got right. you got to face you have to face punishment for for your actions. Well, remind
3: man. me of the exact details of the okay. legality of this case because so... know that she was his adopted daughter. But like, uh, is it, does it does it mean that like she's adopted and like she's I don't know, of age. She's like, no, twenty uh, something. No, no, no. Is, she is still...
0: No. So if, if you can watch Pharaoh uh, versus Allen on on HBO Max, please do. Tell but... me about. Tell
3: me about the the details. Okay, the so
0: account. Woody Allen molested two of his stepdaughters, right? According to this documentary, um, molested Amir Pharaoh's biological child, and then uh, Sunni was their adopted child, and he. Molested her and then ended up marrying her when she
3: became of age. Are are either one of the victims coming forward to testify against him? I I, I would ask that question.
0: Yes, absolutely. dot you know? uh, sued ye uh at this time. But I forgot the uh, stepdaughter's name.
3: So she uh, she was she actually
0: Mia Farrow actually recorded her testimony after it happened when she was still a child. She's got the video.
3: <clears throat> okay, but she's still alive though to, yes. to give testimony. Yes. Yeah, she's still um, Is she demanding justice? Is it like something that she's being demanding justice and being denied justice?
0: So I mean, watch the documentary. But yes, yes, she. Yeah, yeah he's okay. he's he's got a well, team yeah, of warriors sure. that, that have fought the thing. I and,
3: think um... that we should all get behind. Uh, I mean, isn't the, the the whole concept? I don't want to generalize because I'm not as well educated in the in the whole movement as possible. But it, it's it's not a big part of the Me Too. Listening to the victim who says. Hey this yeah, happened, the not, absolutely not dismissive
2: yeah.
3: of uh the claim uh being made, which I guess you know has been hap- not a guess it has been happening pretty relentlessly and so so we can so you're saying there is an opportunity to hold Woody Allen to the- ac- the reason why I ask all these questions is not to say, hey, maybe you know we shouldn't hold him accountable. The question was from in my eyes was whether or not we were in a situation where we were capable of holding him accountable, and you're saying that we are perfectly capable mm. of holding him accountable and yet we don't yeah. as a society yeah let's get out well get i think
0: it, as, as, a, as a society i mean if if you know if you're on trial in the court of public opinion i mean i think that's where cancel culture uh comes in right but right um i'm talking about uh, actually being legally held responsible at, at the moment but i mean of course the hot takes the uh, the of hot takes is is about the cancel culture but i mean i thought i would just uh, i would just bring up the fact that R. Kelly had been convicted and how much of a contrast that is um, from Woody Allen walking free right now.
3: So, okay. Cancel culture, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hesitate to form an opinion on anything that's a hot-button issue, you know? Well,
1: you got my no choice. Nephew... That's what this segment is about.
3: No, 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 listen. <laughs> I'm saying, with the with the cancel culture, I, I didn't just jump into having an opinion about it, you okay. know? Okay, okay. Um, my nephew, uh, it's actually his birthday today, October third, at when we were birthday. recording this. Oh, and, happy birthday! Uh, absolutely, happy birthday, Tatito. He was the first one I ever heard use the word cancel culture, and he was saying it to say that he didn't believe in it. And he's a young right. one; he's you know, a teenager. And he says, he says, uh, "Oh, I don't believe in cancel culture." Which I say, "Well, what is cancel culture?" And he tells me, he goes, proceeds to let me know, you know, a little bit about what cancel culture is, you know um you know not from any biased perspective he just kind of like lets me know and i'm like man you know um so that's what this whole thing you know this umbrella term for this entire thing that's been happening in terms of accountability sometimes positive sometimes negative yeah. i mean why well, I, I, well to say sometimes negative I, well, that's me being objective i'm sorry i think that you know anytime you know we're we're, we're discussing are discussing power being used some recklessness within it now whether or not you to jump on board is oh i'm against counterculture culture or oh, i'm for it you know i very much hesitated to do anything like that uh, but but you know the more i try to wrap my head around it i you know always think about michael jackson i always think about michael jackson i think uh... that, i think about r kelly but i wasn't really an r kelly fan i'm not going to talk about whether or not michael jackson was guilty or not or or, or anything like that i I think um well, I, just I think am. about these artists. <laughs> well, well, before before I get into that, I just want to say they were talking to D.L. Hughley on CNN, and they were asked him if he was going to still listen to these artists and he he said, you know, well, yeah, sure, uh something to the regard of, yeah, sure, uh, just like you we all still listen to the national anthem. And that mm. that to me I think is where mm. I feel about it. I feel like I think that if we're canceling across the board like that, we should you know, look at, our, I, I'm tired of the histor- people saying, oh, that was just the time. That was just the time. Also, so, it was, like, cool to, to just terrorize and genocide people. you right. know, like, Just like, because they thought, because we accepted so, it.
0: So okay, well, yeah. okay, well, here's my opinion. I, I think that you were dead wrong if you cancel somebody just because everyone else is canceling somebody and you don't have the facts and you don't know what yeah. happened. Just because it's a no, trendy I, thing to do that's shitty right now Whoa. if if you decide that you're not going to listen to an artist or you're not going to watch the works of this filmmaker or or you're not going to uh you're not going buy products from this company because of a stance they take that you are directly opposed to, then yeah, okay, but the whole mob mentality behind cancel culture is uh is kind of sickening to me because i feel like that it leaves no room for individual decision for a lot of people right yeah um
3: sure i also feel like i don't want to say it's more mysterious or there's more layers to it than that you know it's more it's it's more complex than just oh this person is bad they did a bad thing they're bad let's 100% not support them oh you support them i'm going to judge you now now that you, now that i see that you support right. an artist that i don't like a little bit that's that, that's you know, that polarization and, and shame yeah, you. yeah. I think that it's great to hold people accountable in some light. I think that if somebody's out there, you know, Harvey Weinstein is out there abusing women left and right. And then the culture says, hey, let's hold him accountable. And then they arrest him and <laughs> charge him and take his power away from him. Sure, this is a great thing. It's a great result. Funny story, that...
0: Funny story that, that connects to, the, uh, to, to, to Mia Farrow in, in one way. I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this or not. But Ronan Farrow, Mio Farrow's um, son, actually broke the story on Harvey Weinstein. Were you aware of that? Mm. Wow. He's the one that, that uh, yeah, that, that got it published in uh, national media and, wow. uh, and led, to, well led as, to the arrest of Harvey Weinstein.
3: As well uh, as that accountability, I have learned a lot since it begun. Mm-hmm. I've learned yeah. a great deal of the perspective I've learned a yeah. great deal of perspective. You don't want to turn a deaf ear to this perspective. Ah, I like see that. That's ah, right. so, so Tasty. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so I think there's a lot of good things that have come out of cancel culture. I think that anything that you polarize, like cancel culture has been polarized, you know, really? you're going to have some negative drawback. Cancel culture, if we're going to judge blanketedly across the board and be astounded that somebody's even respectful of this person if, oh wow you mm. you actually can enjoy a kevin spacey movie
0: right you know like but don't it hit uh, different though after you find that out don't it hit different
3: it does it does mm. it makes it makes it difficult to watch horrible bosses but i still watch horrible bosses because right. i love uh you know john francis daly and what he mm. did with those movies i like so jason bateman and john, you know jason but like, so like you said earlier flux with the, na-
4: with the national the anthem box how do you feel about retroactively canceling people and things because of what they represent? Like, for example, tearing down monuments to Confederate soldiers and generals and stuff. How do you, you know, like, that's a, think, that's a part of cancel I Post think
3: that do. we should hold our, I think that we should hold our American historical figures to scrutiny. I think that the idea, it's the same exact question. The idea of, can you enjoy R. Kelly's music, his art, while acknowledging that he did these horrible things. Well, mm-hmm. the question is the question of compartmentalization. And if you're capable of compartmentalizing R. Kelly, you probably won't have no problem compartmentalizing uh, Thomas Jefferson. Mm-hmm. But but if you do have a problem compartmentalizing R. Kelly, if you are like, screw R. Kelly, he's a bad person, I can't believe you listened to the remix to Ignition the other day, right. you know, right. you should mm-hmm. also be like, you know what? We shouldn't hold these historical figures in such high regard, you know, right. um, at least, at least not across the board, like search that hmm. individual's history. I'm sure there were some, I mean, I can't name any, I'm, I'm you know, what, I'm gonna make it a personal mission. I'm going to find some, uh, historical figures that were like blatantly against slavery during the, the revolution. I mean, there were, there were people, there was a movement, the abolitionist movement was alive during that time. So the the idea that these founding fathers can't be held to this wisdom because they held accountable to this level of enlightenment because they were it was the enlightenment that was what the period was called the enlightenment yeah. Yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? right. <laughs> come on right. yeah and and they knew damn well what they were doing wasn't right I feel like cancel culture produces good things but to just fully embrace the movement and jump on board I, I don't know about all of that
0: okay well here's a, here's another one for you hey 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 can we talk about Pill Cosby what what's up with um with pill Cosby? how y'all feel about him <laughs> Cosby, how, how y'all feel about him. how do y'all feel about his works? How do you feel about his his contribution
3: very emotional uh-huh. very very emotional uh-huh.
0: Well, speak on that's it. how I feel because I don't honestly Let's I don't speak. think that I'll ever watch another episode of The Cosby Show again. He was such a wholesome figure when I was growing up. I really enjoyed the show because it, uh, it was a it was a a very upwardly mobile black family with values, and that was something that was very rare on television at the time yeah. And I grew up watching him and looking at him like a father figure, but it turns out that uh, yeah, he was dosing women. And...
3: Yeah, I, I think um, I can't say anything about Bill Cosby that Dave Chappelle hasn't already said. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like finding out that chocolate ice cream, you know, did this.
0: Or chocolate I, pudding, I, pudding pops, cho- for that matter. Did he say chocolate pudding He said he uh,
4: said <laughs> jello pudding pops. Pudding pops, but but wait. I'm I'm not completely knowledgeable on on his situation, but um, isn't he free? Isn't he out? Is he out? Yeah,
0: I, th- I think so. And he was planning a comeback, as a matter of fact. I don't know what that wow. looks like.
4: Um, so so he was never found guilty.
0: Um, I'm th- I think I think I you know what I don't know, man. I gotta Google that one to be honest with you. I think he was, and hmm. I don't know. We gotta Google that. We gotta revisit that. So speaking of revisiting last episode. We broached the topic of J.K. Rowling, okay. Yeah. So I think yeah. we need to bring that back. You know, yeah. um, I said that uh that, that we would talk about another episode, and I think this might be the segment for it. She had some pretty crazy comments about trans people, and she, but she is clearly very transphobic.
3: I have to say immediately when I think of uh, J.K. Rowling, um, and the discussion of her in terms of cancel culture, it we got to discuss. The fact that we just went from discussing people who rape, yeah, to, to yeah. somebody who's sure. making a comment, sure, like that's there's a huge there juxtaposition, is. and I think that 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 in of itself shows the danger of uh, of cancel culture. Mm. You know, um, the broad the broad spectrum of exactly what we're holding people accountable for, which is why I say it's a case by case basis. I, I I won't ever have a problem not listening to R. Kelly because. I, don't, I never really was a fan of his. Um, but, I, you know, am I still going to listen to the songs by Jay-Z that feature R. Kelly when I'm listening to the album? Am I going to skip? No, I skip Probably them. not. I skip them. You know? <laughs> they weren't that great anyway. Boy,
0: I, you, I
4: only want to I only, I only hear his voice. I don't. You're a racist. I don't. I don't, <laughs> I don't hear anything <laughs> I don't. from you.
0: And you know what hurt? And, and, and back to J.K. Rowling, right? And I, I do understand that what she is guilty for is minuscule compared to sexual assault, right? And, and molestation. Right. I think what really hurt. The most was not not the fact that, like, because I'm not really a big Harry Potter fan, right? Um, yeah. But Fantastic careful. Beasts and Where to Find Them. <laughs> fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I was a huge fan of that,
2: right? Really? Um, yeah,
0: the films were amazing. Really? Yeah, wow. I okay. I did. I did. And now
4: I can't watch them. That's crazy. Mm, I can't watch them. I, I think that goes into what, what you, Flex, were about. They go into earlier when you said it goes into self-censorship. You know, at, at some point, if you're big enough or known enough or famous enough, you have to really be careful about what you say. I mean, even even us, we have to be careful about what we say. And we just have a small podcast. Right. You know, Right. right? But here, right, here right. we are. Episode two, apologizing for episode one. Right, so right. that is, <laughs> you know, but um, I think that that being able to say what you believe in is is one thing that makes this country great. True. Mm. But. To be able to say everything is damaging unlimited no. free speech is, is
0: is harmful well so okay so, so people argue argue the fact that uh that cancel culture is um on the opposite end of the spectrum from from freedom of speech which right. it's not it's not so though it's not so right no
3: i wasn't i wasn't suggesting oh i know you were uh, i
0: know you were i'm just talking about people in general right <laughs> so, what i
3: was saying is at the end of the day the the what, what's the unifying factor what's what's the Denominator is accountability.
0: Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, okay. So you you do have the freedom of speech, right? You can say whatever it is that you want. Well, but you, you do. I you mean, do. you do have the freedom of speech, right? But but you say whatever you want to okay. say. But just know that society also has the freedom to cancel your ass if they don't like right. what you say. Right. Right. I had the I be... have the right and the freedom to not f with you if what you said rubs me the wrong way. Right. If it's I the mean... three of us
4: and we do business together and I say something to Joe that is uh, offensive or disrespectful and he doesn't continue to do business with me, that's kind of common sense. That's something I should have expected, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so as far as JK Rowling being canceled, if you're openly talking or tweeting about saying transphobic things, you should expect the backlash. You should, you should know that, Hey, some people are not going to, like this maybe you Absolutely. need to just be quiet but this Absolutely is this is where i feel like you, re-
0: you re- I really need to caution the listener though right because it's one thing for you to make a personal decision that you don't want to watch harry potter or read the books or mess with jk rowling and it's a complete another thing if you're going around the village and you're you're gathering up pitchforks and torches and now we're about to storm the castle and and, and put our head on a pike that's different right that's different yeah. that's when you get to the mob sure. mentality and and that okay. is unnecessary, right? When you're when... now,
4: now let me, again. You know me, man. I gotta play devil's advocate. Please Eps. do. Yeah, I gotta, Please I do. I gotta say, sometimes that mob mentality can be a good thing. When you are get, when you say something or do something wrong, and and the community joins in to stomp
3: that out, yeah,
0: that is powerful. Now, in the case of R. Kelly, I do agree. Yeah, storm the castle with the Wait, pitchforks okay, and the look. torches.
3: Okay, Okay, I want to make a point. I don't. Listen to R. Kelly. And but I think even if you're the dude who's like, Sorry, I love R. Kelly. I'm going to jam R. Kelly. I and and we wanna look at that person and say, Oh, you're a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, we wanna we wanna look at that person and judge that person and shame that person. I just feel like even if it's that, even if it's that guy who's just unapologetically into it, judging I mean, unless, you know, he's being obnoxious to the point of like, yeah, what he did was good. No. But, I mean, if he's like, look, I just want to continue to listen to it, I think that the judgment and the shame, any of that is hypocritical. Because at the end of the day, um, there's so much injustice that we collectively turn a blind eye to. And I know, Joey, before you get, before you get to interrupting me, I know I'm, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> you don't turn a blind eye to it. But, but we participate in willful blindness collectively mm. yeah. so much. Mm. That any judgment and shame for like somebody listening to a record, watching a television show, I I just feel like, you're a hypocrite, mm-hmm. unless you're I, out there I, like I feel, fucking, really,
4: changing the world. It's a it's an old saying, and Joe and Joe, you might have to bleep me out on this one, but um the the old saying goes, if you roll around with pigs, you get
0: covered in shit. Yeah, yeah. And so okay. when you when you associate, you, you lay with dogs, you get fleas. Same, yeah. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Or
4: you, you associate with this person, or these people, or this ideology, or um, or even just support it, or even or you know so like like for example, arguably, if I'm blasting this music, I think that I think that shows a level of support, and I think that because it's revealed that hey, I'll, I'll, look, you can't you can't ignore this here. It is. I think that continuing
0: is to show some support. Flux. There was something that you said to me recently um about
3: you holding me accountable
0: no no about the art <laughs> about the art that people make right when people are old oh. when people are artists and i was really hoping that you we could revisit that so what you said was when you create art and you publish that art that it no longer belongs to you
3: yeah i definitely said that that is not an original thought that is ancient thought i don't know who exactly originally said it but yeah once you create art, put it out there into the world, it no longer belongs to you. That is correct. Sure, you own it. You know what I mean? You, you you created it. It's like your child. But it's like, you know, once you put your child out into the world, you know, they're grown up. You're done raising them. You know, you're done making them. You know, you put it out in the world. You can expound upon it. You can create a franchise instead of and a brand instead of just a product. But at the end of the day, uh, the art, it's in the hands of the fans, it's in the hands of the viewer of the art. Okay. All right.
0: So guys, cancel culture is real. Do do what you will with it. You get to decide on an individual basis what you listen to, what you watch, who you follow, who you endorse. But just be careful of canceling people that don't share the same view as you do. All right, folks, so that's a segment. That's Hot Takes. Let us know how you like it. Go ahead and add us. Hit the DMs. We'll be right back. A little bit of tunes. We'll be discussing media. And we will be giving a... Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. We will be giving a review of Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. We'll be right back. Alright listeners, we are back. We are diving into the media portion of our episode. Now last week, we all made a decision that we were gonna watch Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Fellas, did everybody see the film? Raph, I know you saw it. Flux, yeah, I know you saw right, it.
4: Right, it's right, it's, it's really me. It's like this. Right, right. Did you see that shit? Izzy, did you see yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I saw Shang Chi. So, okay. It was nice. amazing. I'm okay. so happy to hear you amazing. say that,
1: Izzy. Okay. Yeah.
4: All right. I um I, I gotta say, um I I am wrong. I did have to bootleg it. I couldn't go out and see it oh. in theaters. But, but it's such a good movie. I really enjoyed it. I do want to support it. So this weekend I'm taking my boys and my wife out, we're going to see it this weekend.
0: I think it's gonna be a different experience for you in theaters anyway.
4: Yeah. I think I think so you know? yeah, because the, the subtitles aren't in Spanish. Every time somebody speaks anything, I'm in
0: Mandarin. Now was now was that Mandarin or was that Cantonese? So I uh I went to see the film uh Friday night. I told you I dated myself Friday night. But I went to go see the film by myself, Lone Wolf. Your boy, your boy, do some psilocybin before the film, and um, yeah. I gotta tell you, I took some notes here, and <laughs> I can't, I can't read none of them. It's no, all
3: pictures. No. Of...
2: <laughs> <laughs> It's a no, American, it's, no. Aramaic, <laughs> like, it's an Aramaic, actually. It's an <laughs> Aramaic. It's a Sumerian tablet now. It,
3: tablet. it looks like
0: crop circles and um,
3: it used to be a paintings. Candle, now it's a Sumerian tablet. <laughs> no, I can
0: read it. I can read it, but a lot of it turned into it went from an actual critique of the film to social commentary and philosophical thought. So I'm going to share some of it with you. Okay. But uh, I'm I'm not I'm just gonna share the things that have nothing to do with the film and then we can go right into the film if that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, why is everybody so heavy footed when they walk? <laughs> why do people stomp so loudly, especially in movie theaters, going up and down the stairs? Can't you see that I'm here to watch a film?
2: Can't you see that
0: I'm trying to pay attention to the dialogue, even though it's in Mandarin? Okay. Cantonese or Cantonese, I can't tell the difference. But the stomping of your... Your feet are not that big. Why are you stomping them? You gotta be 120 pounds. My advice to everybody in the world is tread lightly. Tread lightly. There may be a snake. (laughs) Let me flip the page here. Okay, no, that's all I can share. The rest of this is is way too, way too
3: crazy. way too crazy. (laughs) I have confirmed from Google searching Yes, Shang-Chi is... Mandarin, because the the language that they speak. Okay,
0: I figured it was. I figured it was.
3: Mm,
0: Did you see? Did you see the previews for the Eternals, prior to the film? Yes. Oh, doesn't it look so dope?
3: Yes. Yeah. I heard that. Um, I heard that Angelina Jolie was like about that. I don't like superhero movies, life,
2: until (laughs) the
3: Eternals came along, Mm -hmm. and she was like, "Whoa, there is something about this movie that is making me." make me sign up and do this movie making me want know? to be so relevant like,
0: in hollywood again is that what you mean yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's, yeah. that's so funny mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. tarantino's next movie is gonna be a superhero movie then mm-hmm. we gonna see the, scorsese. Oh, <laughs> the okay. scorsese the scorsese superhero movie
0: what do you guys think about the film first of all first of all i gotta tell you it, it not yet was the opening scene with the bamboo like when the bamboo was moving at the very beginning and he was dancing, it was like yeah. it was a fight scene, but it was more like a, it was more like a dance. It was kind of cute, bro. They were like kind of romancing it each other while they
4: were. Me. It reminded me of the original Adams Family cinema, um, where uh, where Go where uh, Gomez and what's her name Morticia are yeah. dancing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And yeah. they shared a real fiery moment. It was so
0: dope. Yeah, that was that was a beautiful beautiful uh, part right there.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Yeah perfect movie it's a perfect movie i, I, I think mm. i gotta agree with
0: you bro i'm gonna give it 10 out of 10 i'm gonna give it 10 out of 10
3: yeah um, i, I had nothing bad to say about it solid 10 out of 10
0: so tell me about some of your favorite parts flux i, I, I want to hear I, I, izzy
3: honestly i just i i loved the spirit of it i loved that he was just chilling in america doing his america thing and then on the subway all of a sudden his his heritage kind of caught up with him his culture just kind of mm. like uh you know, he couldn't deny his legacy. No long. I think that that was really great. I loved that that there was a social commentary in the movie about defining success by some corporate level versus just enjoying your life. Yeah. You know, yeah. And and they they highlighted that at the beginning of the movie, and then he's like, yeah, let me go conquer the world essentially, <laughs> real quick because right. yeah. it needs to be <laughs> saved. You know, yeah, uh, and I'll be right back to uh, enjoy myself again. You know, I'm I'm still the same dude. I thought that was pretty dope. I love
4: all the um, all the callbacks to Asian folklore, like the nine-tailed foxes, yeah, that was dope, lion oh, yeah. dogs, yes. the dragon armor. I was like, oh yeah. man, they are doing it up for the community, man. They, that's they, and they. that's.
0: Yeah, that I I was gonna speak on that. I'm glad glad you said something about that. Yeah, the lion dog was amazing. The lion dogs were beautiful. Yeah,
4: and I, I love, I love how it moved the same way um, in the in the parades. How you know how the people moved the uh, the, oh, it was so dope. Mm -hmm. It was. So on point, man. So on point. So I want to talk about. Did the, you notice? Uh, did you notice all the uh, the hip hop references? Like in this room, does that uh, Outcast stank on your post? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna, you're not gonna not notice that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, like, oh, we
0: shit, are okay. not gonna not notice that.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I love
3: stank
4: on you. That's what's up. So
0: you remember the bus scene where they were fighting on the bus? Okay. Yes. Okay, so. Am I the only one who thought it was so dope how he like took his jacket off and then wrapped that dude up and then like hit his ass and then like flipped the jacket back on and started fighting the other cat?
3: (laughs) We're not not Spoiling anything, by the way. Uh, No spoiler. (laughs) Okay. Oh no, no, I already said it, yo. If you listen to the the episode,
0: and it's your fault if you listen to this and you ain't seen the film. I mean, if you ain't seen the film, then you know that's we 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 said spoiler. I'm
3: not telling you whether or not to go see it. So uh yeah, you did say like, so. philosophical I did, I did, I thought yeah. I did.
0: So one thing one thing I thought was very interesting and it and it, it was uh, very special to me is that the majority of the film was filmed in the Bay Area, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in SF. And I saw a lot of the sites. They rolled through Girardelli Square. I've been there several times, kicked a my people's there. Um and the bus the bus said S F T. And the bus uh T I'm I'm assuming it stands for San Francisco Transit, right? Yeah. But it was written in the same font as the Muni, which is actually what the bus is called in SF, and I'm I'm pretty sure that they had to pay oh. Muni some royalties if they were to use the name. So they changed it to SFT, which I thought was right. okay. was, was kind of cool. Was kind of cool.
3: I was gonna say, um, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the fact that uh, Shang Chi, uh, from a Marvel perspective, from a from a fan of Marvel, you know, the MCU had previously ruined the mandarin character with uh the ben kingsley performance character uh, not, not not even anything against ben kingsley as an act just with the way that they approached it with um him portraying the mandarin and it just being theater or whatever yeah they destroyed a really great character uh shang chi we find out that his father spoiler uh we find out that his father is um that dude that yeah. the, the the way that dude in the comic books and that what Ben Kingsley did was a perversion of that, and so it redeems a previous MCU slip—something that they did wrong. You know, mm-hmm. they they took something that was wrong and they fixed it, right. and that's uh that's really dope. That's really dope on 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 a handful of levels. Shang Chi, you know, is just an amazing movie. I think they uh, walked it back nice. I think
0: they walked it back real nice. You know,
3: well, just the fact that we still have that character, the Mandarin,
0: yeah,
3: in the MCU, the real one, yeah. we still have him there. Sure. And not only do we have him there, we have a great story surrounding him. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Did was any was anybody else upset about the the airplane scene where they were on the plane and he was telling his story and then the flight attendant walked up and was like veg or beef? <laughs> did, did that piss nah. anybody else off?
4: It, 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 I, no, it didn't piss me off. I thought it was just a, um an opportunity to showcase um Aquafina, which they in, in her comedy style I don't like which how, I felt like they did a couple times.
0: I don't think they I, I don't like how dismissive they were of the flight attendant. She was just doing her job. What was
3: she what I thought they were the
0: kinda scene? rude, right? So she walked up <laughs> and she was like veg or beef, the flight attendant was like Veg or beef and then Aquafina just looked at her like, ah, I can't believe you're bothering us. Like gave her that look, right? And then she yeah. was like, uh, Veg and then she looked over at Sean, and Sean was like, uh, veg. And then the flight attendant's tapping on her little thing, and then, you know, Katie and Sean are talking again. And the flight attendant goes, uh, oh, I'm sorry, we're all out of veg. And then Uncle Fina's like, uh, then beef, I guess, right? I just don't like it people people rude to, like, flight attendants and servers, man. I just don't, you know, yeah, they yeah, just so trying to do so their job, man.
3: I feel that. I feel that that's yeah. worth Don't acknowledging. Do that. Sure. Don't do that. Sure. Be, be so nice dismissive. to your uh, service people. Yeah, man.
4: Except ain't... except police officers. Police are the only folks who are doing their jobs. You can just
0: be mean. Well, those are. I said service those people. Service people, people, not bro. people those are, service. Yeah, nah. Nah.
3: I said service, not quote unquote service. Nah, those are those are those are
0: border patrol agents right quote there. Those are, right. those are those are slave riders.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Anyhow. <laughs> we
0: always end up back here. So uh, I don't really have much more to add, um, except for, dude, I was peeking when they got to Macau and all those colors.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Funny, right? You know, you know, Joey, the yeah. colors, the different colors in these Marvel movies, they represent different types of magic.
0: We should yeah. look that up and, and, and discuss that on the next pod. That sounds... that sounds, Sure. That's fascinating. For
3: sure. I'd discuss anything Marvel. Uh, mm-hmm. Team Marvel all the way. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so who, 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 was y'all's, uh, who was y'all's favorite character? Aquafina. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say, I I say something about Aquafina.
3: Name. I, I don't necessarily find Aquafina, <laughs> but Awkwafina, I did see her a while ago.
0: I don't. I don't find Aquafina that attractive physically.
3: Really? No. I don't. I, a, I don't.
0: I don't. Mean, but like even
3: if you but, feel but, that way, don't be like talking smack. I'm I'm I'm, no, I'm saying. No, I'm not <laughs> done. Let me let me finish. Allow me to
0: finish. Allow me to finish. Her character, right? She's got this. Janae I think her I
3: think she's charming. Yes, I think she's and
0: that is attractive. Flux. Who's your favorite I, I, character? You
3: call me Raph. Call me Flux.
0: Okay. Who Who's your favorite character, bro?
3: I really, I really love the Shang Chi character too. I mean, not the Shang Chi. Uh, the, the Aquafina character. I don't remember her name. Can, you, you guys saw at least more recently. Katie. Katie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I really I, like I don't the know Katie what her character. Chinese
0: name was, but Katie is what she she went by, or maybe that was her. Um, name.
3: I really liked her character. I liked. Um, I don't want to say the comedic element. I like her voice. I like like yeah, I liked man. her in um Raya the Last Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked her in Shang-Chi and I and I um liked uh, that she was like a small character. Yeah. That was very human mm-hmm. but was still involved and found a play, way to way to take a part. And I feel I feel like that has a, uh, you know, meaning as well. It's very prevalent in Marvel. Uh, a lot of the the heroes are very flawed. Uh, very, you know, the in in DC everything everyone's got superpowers. And yeah. Marvel, everybody's kind of holding on by a thread, and that's that's us, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. So
0: my favorite character um, was Morris, bro. Yeah, what's up with Morris? Y'all didn't like Morris?
3: <laughs> Speak on it.
0: The little furry chicken nugget dude with the six wings.
3: The little,
0: <laughs> the little guy that was that like showed bro. them the way through the, the the bamboo maze. You were too hi bro hey bro come on now morris was dope <laughs> then morris was speaking to the, the 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 mandarin character right and then he was yeah. translating it was kind of like uh chewbacca and han solo i kind of liked it
4: i, I, I like would have um morris I, like, was dope. I like the guy i like the guy who was talking to morris the the crazy
0: guy i don't know who yeah the the I mean, the, the mandarin is that who we're gonna call him what, what was his i forgot what his name was in the film the fi- the final the one of the final scenes when uh when chang chi uh he threw all the rings into the belly of that big demon thing that was in the water right and he was in the air and he was coming the down. dragon yeah no it wasn't the dragon the the thing that was is that a dragon the little soul sucking the big soul sucking thing was that a dragon
3: yeah oh you're th- yeah. talking about the you're talking about the first the little things that came out or are you talking about the big the, no, big the big the
0: big thing the big the big villain that was released the big, the big
3: thing big. is definitely a dragon yes okay okay
0: so when he threw when he threw the tin rings into the actual dragon
3: and yeah, he was coming yeah, down out was of
0: tough. the air wasn't the way that he was posed in the air and the way he was coming down reminiscent of the food and liquor cover from lupe fiasco
3: <laughs> nice it looked just like lupe fiasco coming like in the air I was yeah, like, "Dang, yeah. that
0: looked just like the album." So that so that, that, that cool. album holds a very special place in my heart. It's one of my favorite albums. As a food and liquor, oh yeah, food and sure. liquor one, right. Can we talk about how long my dude was in the water after his dad knocked him in the Well, he was in the water like twenty oh, minutes. Yeah. the scene was the scene was twenty minutes long, bro. And I'm
3: like, "What are do you doing? What's going on?" <laughs> but I thought it was you dope. I had, a, do? had a
0: dragon released the oxygen, and then he he flipped over, and he breathed it in, and then the yeah yeah dragon that's came out that's the, water.
3: the justification. That's yeah, that, I like to well. possible
0: was, that was ill.
3: I like to, when I'm watching a movie and a character goes underwater, I like to hold my oh. breath right when they go underwater. <laughs> to see how realistic <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: hey, let me tell y'all something you don't know. Flux got breath control too. Oh, for so, so this dude yeah, can yeah, hold yeah, his breath yeah. for a long ass time. You feel me? If you try He's to so drown hard. him, if you try to drown him, your arms are going to get tired before he'll drown. I guarantee you. you. I'll don't actually try be him.
3: underwater spitting like a hardcore 120 bar verse. Yeah.
0: Bars. <laughs> Bars.
3: You know. Oh, it look like a am and I'm actually waving my arms cuz I'm rapping.
0: That's it. That's it. All right, so Kate, let's uh let's get into some music y'all y'all. Uh, w- all right, so what y'all listening to right now? also by the way, I've been rocking that Igloo Ghost. Hey. That I told that you, man, it's go. wild, ain't it? Now only, I only listen to the most recent album. Would you say it was called uh something? Some I don't know. It's not it's English.
4: It's Lay Line Eon.
0: Okay, that right? Yeah, the album yeah. goes. It goes. Yeah, that should go it's like green name light. Name, it go like yeah, green name. light. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
4: And, and you see what I'm saying? Like it's it's very experimental. It's yeah. very new. He's pushing it, but um, it's genre bending
0: too, right? So it's like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you can't really you can't really pinpoint. I don't mm-hmm. even know how you classify it. To be honest, right? With you.
4: you you can't. You just like it or you don't. Yeah, it's simple as that. It's the
0: jam though. It's oh, yeah. also, friends say- it is Sue George, and the reason why I know this <laughs> is because I was listening to one of the live albums, and this dude on stage introduced him and said, "Sue George." So
4: nice. for all the listeners. <laughs>
0: don't be calling him Sue Jorge. I know it sound right, right. but it ain't. Sue Right, right. The flux.
3: I was just gonna say that I once had a friend who uh, had a Beck album. I think came up on his iTunes naturally classified by the iTunes as unclassifiable. Really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Like that was the genre. I the wish, genre was unclassifiable. I it's wish Spotify. Safety.
0: I wish Spotify and um and and uh, Apple Pods would allow me to classify this podcast as, as unclassifiable or or, or variety because no, I, I had to put what it under I had to put it under comedy I had to put it under comedy because I couldn't find I Are mean I comedy? don't know I tell you what you guys listeners you tell me what you think this pod is and that's yeah. how we'll classify it that's how we'll classify at, it at crime true crime
1: thriller.
2: thriller yeah yeah
0: true <laughs> crime thriller <laughs> <laughs> right scary <laughs> stories arts and crafts. So, uh, new music, um, and I know this is about, it's about two months old, but have y'all heard King's disease Two?
4: That song,
0: the new album, Nas, Nas? yes, boy, 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 (laughs) I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you something that your boy Nas does. And this is, this is, this is one of the reasons why I love him. Right. Mm. He stays relevant. Right, right. Um, yeah. Your dude stays on topic, and yeah. every time I hear a new album from him, it's like I'm hearing him again for the first time. Right, right. He he never yeah. gets bland, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. And it was it's very difficult for any artist to get a ten out of ten for me, so I'm gonna give Nas a eight point five out of ten only because. Mm. Some of the features, and it, it's a couple, just a couple of tracks that I really couldn't jive yeah. with on the album, but it's, I mean, it's, I forget how many uh, songs there are on the actual album. Um, but, yeah, 8 out of 10, and that's a that's a great, great uh, score for me uh, on that. Mm. It, if you haven't heard it, give it a listen. I would recommend you listening to it front to back. Don't take your shuffle off, because you, I feel like a, for an artist, it's very important that you listen to the work in the order in which they um, intended. intended. Right. Right. Yeah they, yeah, they took a lot of time. Nobody listens
3: to albums. You yeah. know, listen to an album. Yeah. Listen to the album. Yeah, because it's a complete it be work. It's a complete it work.
0: Sure, sure. You, know? and you don't read a... You don't, you don't go... You don't open a book and read page three, then read page 15, and then read page one. No, no, no. Read the whole yeah. thing, front to back, right? Unless
3: it's the dictionary.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Well, then. Okay, yeah. You got a point there. <laughs> you got a point there. <laughs> and also, uh, Eminem's got a feature on the album, and Ooh. I'm going to tell Ooh. you... Ooh. I'm not impressed.
4: Uh, you said you say unimpressed.
0: Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you why I say that. That's because I feel like Eminem has set the bar so high for himself, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that I just like now compared compared to other artists and other verses. Yes, he he killed it, right? He no, absolutely I
3: I, killed I just it. like uh, but I, I just hold- like it when Eminem does some says something real. Like I I really enjoyed him on uh on the uh. The Nicki Minaj record. I forget what was the name of the track. But he was on that. And, Romance and Revenge?
0: Said,
3: What'd
4: you say? Huh? He said, you talking about that Romance Revenge?
3: I don't think so. Huh. Okay. But in the track, he referenced Souls of Mischief. He was like, mm. oh, yeah, you know, uh, something about getting, you know, putting on some Souls of Mischief and some yeah. didn't know about it. And I was like, what the fuck? You don't know about this shit? Or something like that. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Can I read you some of
4: the? Uh, can I read you some of his lyrics in who, that, from that one? Who, who's who's
0: Can you can you do that? I think you can do that. I think you can do. Okay, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
4: Yeah, I won't say it to the rhythm. I'll read it poetically.
0: Okay, but just just the inner Use your white voice. That'll be funny. All
3: right. All right. And and if we'll investigate later whether or not we can air it.
4: Okay. All right. My theme song, me and P always used to play that shit on repeat all day. So please call me Big Daddy. Plus, I got the cane and lean on me. MCs, oh, wait, 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 let me, let me, let me, let me, let me go. Let me scroll ahead a little bit. This is it. Me, I'm free of debt. Yeah. Green is on Chia Pet. This is the effects of my old neighborhood misery index. Poverty at its peak. OCD and PTSD, I guess. RIP right, out to DMX, Steezo E and Nipsey, Ecstasy and Prince Marquee D, MF Doom. I hit fifty via text. Told him that I love him because I don't even know when I'ma see him next. Mm. Mm, so, he, oh, scroll. Let me break it up, just, just you know, so we don't get uh, don't get got.
2: <laughs> I just
4: pray. I just pray for the day. When I'm able to say that I'm placed with the greats, and my names with the canes, and the waynes and the jays and the drays and the yays and the drakes and the Jay Dillers, Jaders, cool jays and the Ras and amazing as Nas is, and praise to the gods. This shout out to the golden age of hip hop. Mm. Wow,
0: I mean he paid homage. He paid homage. Uh, we we, we got yeah, we got any homework? I got an album. Oh, I got oh, an hit album. me, hit me, hit me.
4: Yo, um, so please, please, please check out the album. is called Scorpion Kings. The artist is DJ Mafarisa. That's DJ M A P H O R I S A. Got it. DJ Mafarisa. I'm liking it it's, right um, now. It's um, yeah, it's um, it's a lot of African music. It's Afrobeat. But um, it's not like Fela Kuti Afrobeat. It's okay. it's new. It's updated. I it's love jamming. Fela Kuti. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> and, and if you if you love Fela, you'll you'll love this album. I mean, it's, sure. the drums are crazy. It's banging. It's it's black as hell. It's it's awesome. Beautiful album. Check DJ it out DJ Mafariso and um, Cops of the Small is uh featuring on that album. Two uh,
0: African DJs. Heck yeah. Well, people, listeners, thank you for tuning in to episode two of Deaf Perspective. Hope to see you next week. The episode should be dropping on Wednesday. If it's not, it's Izzy's fault.
2: So,
0: um, <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Peace out. I, I love you guys. Izzy, I love you, Rap. Love you, bro. Love
4: you too, bro. Love you, Rap. All
2: right,
0: man. Yeah, yeah. We'll see y'all next week.
3: Alright, so this Man, is the wait, thing. Wait, I'm, um,
0: I'm sorry for the crackling. That's my my cat is on a scratching post. Bagheera <laughs> is going ape shit right now on a scratching you're, post. You're hey.
3: What is on a, on a scratching post?
0: One of my two cats. The what is on a what? One of my two cats. I have two cats. I'm yeah. a cat. Oh, you cat. two cats. Nice. Yes, I have two cats. you weird,
2: bro. I know.